News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. But you won't stop telling the truth about livestock farming. Uh, who are you aiming that at? Well, um, millions of people, really. I've been. Um, every time you discuss the issues of livestock farming, you get people calling you a soy boy, calling you a tool of the World Economic Forum, calling you a stooge or big bug or big vegetable. Or I mean, it's just crazy. You know, it, it's you get this tsunami of hatred for raising raising the issues that are so evident and so important to do with animal farming. When we talk about it in this country, obviously farmers feel particularly aggrieved because they were told, increase your headcount, increase your herd, uh, this is how you're going to generate income into the future. Now they've been given um, contradictory information and, and they are frustrated. Do you at least understand that frustration? Oh, yes, I do. I mean, the advice has been terrible. Um, The governments everywhere, particularly across the European Union, have been pushing their farmers into a position which now leaves those farmers highly exposed. The environmental consequences of adding to the herds are coming home to roost. And we've seen this, obviously, most dramatically in the Netherlands. But there are very similar issues brewing in Ireland. How do we address that? Because there are various different schemes. And speaking to farmers, they will they will try to do various different types of planting, uh, you know, almost heading back towards set-aside, where land is set-aside rather than doing something with it, uh, putting in various different carbon sumps on their farm. I mean, they're doing their best. I think our line is a little bit dodgy. We're going to see if we can just improve that a little bit. Farmers get very annoyed over this, Shane. They do, uh, and understandably so, because it is their livelihood. And I suppose, uh, as as, you're saying, they've been encouraged over the years to expand and to develop their farms and to modernise their farms and so on. So it is a tricky one for them. It's a yeah. really difficult And one. the argument is always made here that we do it better than everybody else, that yeah. we have got the opportunity to do that. Uh, George is back on the line. George, I've got to let you pick up on that point there before your line broke up about the uh, the, the, the different things that farmers are trying to do. Yeah, um, none of it, unfortunately, um, can work because there is a fundamental problem. If you've got a certain amount of animals, you're going to be um, producing a certain amount of nitrogen and phosphorus, which causes pollution. And there's really no way around it. You just have to reduce the herds. Mm. And how quickly do we need to do that? We had COP28, a lot of focus on fossil fuels, less on farming. Farmers think they're a bit of a scapegoat for aviation and for for cars and everything else that goes with it. Um, do you think there was enough focus on farming at COP? Uh, there wasn't nearly enough. Everybody thinks they're a scapegoat for everybody else. Um, the blame gets passed around in a perfect circle of finger pointing. But the truth is that everyone has to take action. Now, this summit was going to be a summit for action on food and farming issues, but 120 meat and dairy lobbyists turned up and they nixed that and it um, just produced absolutely nothing at all. Are they as powerful as the uh, the petrochemical lobby that were also there getting rid of, you know, the, the idea that fossil fuels should be phased out altogether? They're certainly up there. Um, they they uh, did some very effective lobbying there. They lobby very effectively every week within the European Union. 
and with national governments. It is a powerful lobby. You know, the impression it likes to create is, you know, one guy with a stick and a dog and a few sheep or a few cattle. But really, we're talking about a very big, very powerful and in environmental terms, very dangerous industrial lobby here. And just to go back to that point I was making to Shane, George, if in Ireland we we're consistently told we produce the best milk, we can produce the best beef, could an argument be made that yes, change it in other countries, but where where it is particularly effective and you can do it well, do it there. Well, the fact is that you know, I'm sure the product quality is very high. The rivers in Ireland are in an absolutely frightful state now, and that is um, to a very large extent because of the excess nutrients generated by the livestock industry. Um, Already you are producing far too much for your own ecosystems to absorb, particularly when it comes to milk. Dairy in Ireland is an absolute ecological disaster. It's getting up there in New Zealand now, um, causing enormous pollution problems. Um, You need less, not more. Okay, I can hear the farmers screaming at the radio as we speak and they can text us and let us know what they think. But for now, George Monbiot, a Guardian columnist and environmental activist, thanks very much for joining us. 087-1400-106 for your WhatsApp. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.